This Thacker Slate podcast is hosted by Connie Thacker and Allison Slate, two experienced attorneys who believe honesty, transparency, and knowledge are key to achieving the best legal outcomes. A variety of topics, particularly those related to sensitive family law matters, are candidly covered by Connie and Allison in a way that's refreshing, timely, and practical for listeners. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thacker Slate podcast. And today's podcast is going to be on the top 10 divorce tips. Our first tip for you is if you can plan before the divorce, meaning gather your documents, get your tax returns, your bank statements, the deeds to your property, the titles to the vehicles, any documents that you can get ahead of time, and also gather some funds because the divorce process is known to be quite expensive. The average divorce in the United States without kids and without many issues is approximately $15,000 for the divorce. The second thing that you should think about or the second biggest mistake is not hiring an attorney. You should hire an attorney. There are people that go to school for a long time and they're experts in this area. You're bound to miss something. You're bound to not follow through with the process. I find a lot of people that try to do it on their own are confused about even the fact that they need to enter a judgment at the end of the day in order to actually be divorced. The other thing about hiring an attorney, though, is you don't want to overuse your attorney. They're not your therapist. Uh, You should find therapy in another uh, venue rather than your attorney because that first bill that you get, you will see how much that therapy has cost you. So you want to use your attorney simply for the legal aspects. Tip number three is don't have an emotional attachment to assets. We see a lot of people who have emotional attachment to the marital home and they want to keep their kids in that home for a longer period of time after the divorce. But the problem is they really can't afford it and then they become house poor. The kids will have resilience and they will be able to move on. So don't make those decisions just for your kids because when that big tax bill comes after you're divorced and you can't afford it, then you've got a problem. So don't have an emotional attachment to assets. And I think even on the emotional attachment to assets, certainly if you do, don't let your other spouse know which ones you're attached to because that will definitely impact the settlement. Great advice. Number four would be the failure to deal with tax issues. You want to engage a CPA. You want to engage an expert in this area. You're going to be dividing assets that have tax implications, capital gains implications that you may not be aware of. And once you get that judgment and then tax your rolls, the next tax year rolls around, you'll, you'll realize the impact of those financial decisions. So it's best to have that advice up front. And along with the tax issues, make sure you understand the basis. What's the cost basis of the stock in the stock account and make sure you're doing an equalization of the basis and you're not getting the lower basis because then when you sell those, you're going to pay much higher capital gains. So you want to make sure that your attorney is always doing an equalization of the basis. And then tip number five is don't stay in the dark. This is your life, it's your process, and it's traumatic to everybody involved. So make sure that you get involved, ask questions. No question is a dumb question and understand the finances. Tip number six would be to, when you have your divorce settlement and if there's going to be payments in the future, try and get as much of that money up front because otherwise you're handing you're handling a document that says you're owed money, but you don't in fact have that cash up front. The other thing with that same issue is making sure that there's security for payments in the future. Your spouse may become disabled. Your spouse may die in the future. And where do those payments come once those life events happen? You'll want to have security as well as life insurance and potentially disability insurance. Yes, and part of that is try not to be the bank. 
If you're uh, getting a large cash payment, uh, make sure that you're getting a high interest rate uh, like a bank would do and don't get something uh, small and neglectful uh, that the other spouse just wants to pay you. And then the seventh tip is I would highly recommend, and we would here at our practice, that you hire a certified divorce financial analyst. These CDFAs can get involved in your finances, go through uh, cost-benefit analysis with you, tell you what you're going to have in terms of income, and tell you what you can afford. So it's really important for you to hire one of these and have them in your corner as you're going through this process. Tip number eight is failing to revise your estate planning documents or to get estate planning documents. This is important, especially for people with children, uh, because when you have children and you divide up all of your marital assets and you're at the end of your case and you've spent uh, quite a bit of money to get there, when you have minor children that are under the age of 18, those assets are going to go to your children and by virtue of that, go to your spouse in the event of your death. So you certainly want to update those documents. And even during the process, you probably want to revoke any HIPAA authorizations that you've given, any powers of attorney that you've given your spouse, and recognize that the two of you are no longer on the same team. Yeah, that's a great tip. And then tip number nine is don't get involved in a reckless remarriage. Uh, We see the impact of second marriages. The rates go up higher of 65% for the next divorce. So make sure you take your time on the next relationship and don't have a reckless remarriage and put yourself back in the same situation that you were in with the first one, which is another divorce. And certainly we see that often when people remarry later in life and there's less time to uh, really regroup after the financial impact of a second divorce. So you want to consider that remarriage and whether or not that that's in your best interest. Tip number 10, don't confuse divorce law with divorce justice. I get this one all the time with clients uh, who really want to have most of the assets or are asking for something that is just not something that I'm able to get them under the divorce law in its current state. So you can certainly spend a lot of money seeking justice, uh, but you want to talk to a competent attorney about what, in fact, you are entitled to and negotiate that settlement uh, within the confines of the law. And a final bonus tip is what you need to remember about the system is the wheels of justice move slowly and you can have as much justice as you can afford. Thank you for listening to this episode of our Thacker Slate podcast. If you have additional questions, do not hesitate to contact us at 616-888-3810 or visit our website, thackerslate.com, for additional information. 